Welcome everybody to Catfish Weekly, along with Patriot James Smith. I'm Lyle Stokes, and James, we got a bunch of stuff to go over tonight with Tim uh, from All American Catfish. We're going to talk about tournament stuff up in the Kansas City area, but I got a couple of things that I want to go over first. And the number one thing here that is on the list is Brad Beck sent me the master bait and tackle. Um, how did that keep happening? All right. He sent me the Master Bait and Tackle Tournament results from April 24th at Prairie Creek Reservoir in Indiana. First place was Jefferson Parrish and Kyle Reisner with 44.14 pounds. Second place was Adam Cardwell and Kyle Sherman with 37.10 pounds. And third place was Josh Richmond and Andrew Pope with 37.03 pounds. And Big Fish, Chris DeBusk and Jessica DeBusk, 14 0.08 pound channel cat. Tough weekend. Only four teams weighed in the five fish limit. And for over there, that is a tough um, day of fishing because they usually all, a bunch of them, uh, weigh in total uh, weights. <clears throat> now, James, I was telling you and, and Tim before we started the show, uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about at the beginning of the show was. Um, there was some accidents that happened at a tournament this weekend. I'm not going to dwell on any of that. Everybody's got their own opinion and knows what's going on with that. Because if I get started on that, I'm going to make a bunch of enemies right quick. But our buddy Doc called me this morning, and I had messaged him as soon as I'd found out that he had had an issue in a boat. Um, my good friend Bink and Janet Fox uh, and Doc was all finished fishing together down there, and the boat motor quit. And that was all it took in them big waves to get them in trouble. And Doc is fine. Uh, there's been reports that he was dead and everything under the sun from 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 not having any problems on, you know. And uh, I knew I knew that day he was okay. He'd messaged me back, but I didn't want to pry with him all weekend because he had enough going on and uh, pretty shook up. And get family members trying to get a hold of him and all the stuff is going on. But he called me this morning and wanted me to pass this along to everybody that watches Catfish Weekly because everybody's kind of concerned about Doc. He's, he was a big part of the show for a long time and will be forever. Uh, but he's fine. But he is he's still a little shaken by this. And uh, uh, I could tell it in his voice. It took him a couple of hours to get ready to go to the lake this morning, but that's his office. And he went on down there and I seen a picture of him, uh, out on the water today. Uh, I don't think he was in a big hurry to get there, but he knew he had to do it. He had to do it for, for his own peace of mind. And doc's a really, really safe person. The safest person I know, um, he'll wear a life jacket before he gets in the boat. A lot of times he's never hardly ever in the boat without one. Um, most loyal person to wear them that I ever seen. And um, he went to step out of the boat because it was going down and the life jacket didn't deploy automatically like it was supposed to. And then the manual didn't pull. And Gary Taylor and his wife come over and picked him up. And I forgot who told me, uh, went picked up Janet and Bank. Um, that was this morning. I've done a bunch of stuff since then. But... Um, Gary and his wife took their boat over and got Doc in, and, and uh, of course, they took him and warmed him up after that, wherever it was, but um, he's fine. Like I say, he's a little shaken, but he's able to fish today, so um, 
He wanted everybody to know that he's okay. But uh, I, I, from what I understand, I haven't talked to Janet and Bink, but I understand that they're okay too. But uh, their boat did go under, so uh, I'm supposing that they're going to have some issues with that. But um, I don't know how. You know, I keep getting messages and calls and stuff uh, because I usually hear all this stuff, and this time I did not for whatever reason. And it's okay with me. Um, how many? Um, I, I have heard different numbers and names and stuff, and I'm not going to pass any of that along because I cannot confirm it. I have not talked to them people. If they would wanted me to do anything or say anything, they would have contacted me like Doc did, and I would have done that. Since they did not, um, I'm going to leave it at that, and you guys can draw your own conclusions or find out from whatever source you want to, uh, but I'm not going to say anything that I cannot confirm. And What I can confirm is Doc is okay, and... Uh, Man, I, I never was so glad to hear anybody when he called me this morning because Doc and I have been, we fished a lot together and and uh, we've been doing things together for 25 years. And uh, he caught a giant flathead here a week or two ago and he called me and uh, I sent him a couple of rods to test for me about 25 years ago and that big flathead come off of one of them 25-year-old rods. So, uh, oh, there you Anything that goes on with Doc, I'm pretty aware of. Uh, we talked quite a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, I was shaking up when I found out he was in there. But when I found out he was okay, it was kind of put me to ease. And and uh, hopefully this will trim down the rumors if anything happened to him. He shook up, but he's still good, and, and he'll be fine. Oh, yeah. You got to get that, back on that horse. That yeah. That is exactly right. Now, uh James, we want to go over some of these people that's in chat tonight? Yeah, and I see one that's in here that actually made the decision not to put their boat out in that tournament, and I salute them for that, and that's Miss Paula. Yeah, I uh, agree. If you are not sure about the waters you're getting ready to go out in or how safe they are, better safe than sorry. Yeah, I agree. Period. You know, yep. you can be the best captain in the world, and I'm sure that who Doc was riding with was a good captain. Has handled waters like that yep. before. Lots of but time. when a motor stalls and stops, and you can't get it restarted, guess no what? No control over the boat. Yeah, you're Vince, taking Vince, on water. Vince Bink's a great boat captain. There's nothing he could have done about that and made it any different. So, yeah, I mean the way Doc said they put down the trolling motor, but it just could not handle the waves that was no. that was hitting them and. Uh, there's nothing you can do about it. Sometimes Mother Nature will whoop your tail. That was one so of them. Best, best to make sure that your life preserver is going to be on and wearing it for the first thing and mm -hmm. that it works. That it uh, works. I guess that's one of them things you just periodically just need to <coughs> test it, make sure it works, have it recharged, or buy another one. Uh, yeah. But I'm yeah, glad everybody's okay and uh, – that's the main thing. I just wanted to say that. So yep. I see in two old vets, Sonny Parker, DMV, Brad Boss, Mad Catters, Team Cross is in the house tonight. Mr. Oh, Philip man. Williams, Mark's in the house, Ernie Brown. I also seen Mr. Uh, Evans is in the house tonight. Lee Evans is laying up in the hospital. Lee, we thank you for coming in to watch us tonight. Absolutely. I hope you're doing better. It's uh, I know that, that it's uncomfortable being in there, but there's worse things that could happen to you than being in a hospital. You're, uh, we're so glad that you joined the show tonight to see what, what's going on. Uh, we got Mo Creek fishing, Mad Catters, uh, Country Boy Cat fishing, Sonny Parker fishing with the Chad, LG Bass, Twisted Fisher, 
Fishing TV, Greenwell, Palmetto Cats, Country Boy, Ernie Brown, uh, Fins and Fines, Creoles in the house, Junior Proctor, Blue Dog Fishing, my buddy. Man, I'll tell you what, I enjoyed so much visiting with Junior out there at your tournament. Um, fine gentlemen, we had some great conversation. We really did. Mike Lewis, JP3 Outdoors. Uh, Dieter Melhorn's in here. Bless old Dieter's heart. Uh, Central Valley Adventures. There's a few in here that we just now starting to see some kind of fairly new channels. Want yep. to be outdoors. Mike Irvin. Yeah. Uncle that's Lou. Good. There's a there's a guy that's doing some stuff with planer boards and a few things. You guys need to check him out. Lee Reed's been in the catfishing industry a long time, and there's not a finer guy I'm aware of. Uh, DMV. Dale Hayslip. Oh, LG Bass, you got to meet him out there at the tournament too, didn't I you? I knew. I didn't get to talk to him, and one of the reasons is I didn't recognize who he was. Yeah. <laughs> There's Miss D. She's in here. One Tum Fishing Club. Oh, oh Ed. Did I say J Dog. He's here. He's gone fishing. That's what it says, don't it? Yep. It, it, it yeah. But yeah, we got a bunch of them in here, and I'm sure there'll be some more coming in as we go. Glad to have Ernie and Chrissy in here. Um, no, uh, Sonny said hello to all three of us, so that bless his heart. Want to be outdoors? Team Camo's Sonny. in the house. All right. What's up, lady? Uh, Avid. I see Avid. There's Bottle Avid Bobber from him? Kansas. Who? Bottle Bobber. From Kansas, that's a new one, yeah. isn't it? Britt Moore, that's yeah. Britt Moore from. He's one of our sponsors. Good guy. Great. Yeah, he makes a he makes a device that turns a bottle into a bobber. <laughs> Pretty neat. Sweet. There is uh, Sabrina is in the house. The winner of the tournament over the weekend, the Stay Up as Long as You Can Stay Awake tournament. I forgot what they what Kevin called that, but wow. Uh, Her and and um, uh, Stan. I don't know how they done it. That I, I'd have been asleep. That that's all there is to it. Well, you see what I was calling them, Team American Girls. Yeah. Cause uh <laughs> cause the other lady was right there beside her, even though oh, her yeah. devices quit yeah, on her. He was right there with her and, and yeah. that's, that's great sportsmanship right there. Yeah, fishing with her. Sure, sure is. I'm glad Sharina's in here. I would still be asleep if I was her, but that's just me. Well, that's team Sabrina that I'm seeing, not Serena. Yeah. Shireen, Sharia, Sharina, yeah, yeah, that's Serena, not Sir, not the other. Yep. So, that's a new name. This is Sabrina that's in here with us, not Serena. Serena oh ain't my. in here yet. There's Thomas. Um, here's something that I have have not seen. Um, Stephen Rachel's house went up in a fire, and they lost everything. Um, Mike, if you can get um, a link to their to that stuff and please post it up. That's the first I've heard of that. I, that is a crying shame. Did not know anything about it. Um, Stephen Rachel, I met at uh, Winter Blues on Wheeler a few years ago. Uh, great people and uh, been doing some great things for the catfishing world. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm sorry to hear about that. I hope nobody was hurt. There's Ace Catfishing. Is he a rod maker? He, he sells import rods. Yeah. 
Okay, that's what I was thinking. One, from what I understand. Something about rods. I just couldn't remember exactly what it yeah. was. Yeah, pretty good ones from what I understand. Thomas Little Page, welcome. All right. We say we talk some catfishing. Sound like a winner to me. Yeah, that's kind of what we do. <laughs> Tim, yeah. welcome to Catfish Weekly, buddy. Me. Uh, you had a great tournament over the weekend. Tell us how that went. So we, uh, you know, speaking you know, the, the, the weather and the wind, our first season opener was supposed to be a couple weeks ago at Cheney Reservoir. And um, that was going to be our season opener and kick it off. And we went all the way down a few hours away from us and everything, drove down there, stayed the night. So did several other people. And the winds weren't forecasted to be that high. And that morning when we walked outside the cabin, we could hear the winds, you know, just howling and the waves crashing down the lake. And um, so we made a couple phone calls to some locals that hadn't left the house yet and said, let them know what was going on. And we were trying to gauge what the forecast was going to be and everyone's checking everything. But we ended up scratching our event for, for the, the sake of the winds and the water or the winds coming out of the north straight down that lake and getting those rollers. And we just said it's not worth it, you know, so we scratched yeah. it. So that caused this past weekend to be our season opener. And, um, and it was great. It was a good time right there in Kansas City. And, you know, um, the team who won is John Berglund and Eddie Henney. And they're really competitive in that, you know, in catfishing in general, but really competitive in this area. And uh, they weighed in five fish, 119 pounds, and their big fish was 70 pounds. So it was a good weigh-in. Yeah. Um, you know, the second-place team had you know, Joel Roberts, Cordy uh, Forche, 98 pounds. Joey Carson, the Joey Casson senior, junior, and Landon um, had 65 pounds. Fourth place had uh, 65 pounds as Brian Britton, John Traeger, and Justin Thornton and Dwayne Buckridge. Again, they held the record for our weigh-in at that location. and um, They had 60 pounds. So it was a good weigh-in on a tough, tough day. Uh, the, the water dropped. The weather had changed during the week. You know, the water had dropped on one river. Um, the weather, you know, took a dive, you know, got colder. So, you know, there's a lot of variables that really impacted how the fish are going to be active, but these guys know what they're doing and they get out there and it's a good time. And, um, you know, we gave out a lot of prizes. Um, a lot of, some teams won some, uh, we had a lot of last minute, um, sponsors like McAdams, um, construction. They jumped in right at the last second and said, Hey, we want to put $250 more towards your big fish and youth angler. You know, that was just you know, a week or so before the event. So a lot of people got involved. Our normal uh, sponsors, you know, we got some new ones step up right before the event, uh, like wholesale battery. So we, all these guys came together, and they're really getting behind the community. It was televised. You know, the news um, promoted the um, event locally. So it was a really good. You know, for our first event of the year, it was great. You know, in that sense. Super. You know, um, we had good. one boat get beached on a sandbar. They just. You know, the water dropped a little bit, and they just hit that and got stuck. And uh, That happens from time to time. Yeah. And they got I out know. of there eventually. They were just stuck there for a little bit. But what was pretty neat is I started making phone calls to anglers. I had a general idea where they were going to be fishing out in the river and, and kind of bracketing. One was above them. One was below them. But um, the guy was like, yeah, when we swing by and we see them, we'll, we'll pull them off there. You know, yeah. so, you know, great sportsman. And, you know, some of the guys said, you know, if I have to, you know, we'll uh, let me know if they're in danger. We'll go right now. If, you know, it's yeah. not in danger, but uh, oh, yeah. great workmanship right there. I yeah. mean, it, it, these these are great guys. I mean, yeah. just 
just have a good time. And uh, at the end of the day, in our event, in our events in Kansas City, we have one of the um, championship barbecue restaurants here, Cater Barbecue. They they're one of our sponsors, and they bring in barbecue for the anglers. And those guys didn't miss a bite. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, I, and that's one of the things you and I have talked about before. I don't know anybody that feeds their guys and their 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 fishermen before and after a tournament. Um, man, that's just awesome. That's it. Well, you know, we, we charge $160 for an entry, but the guys can see where it's going. Right. Um, you know, and, you know, we're not getting rich. I figured out I'm not going to be able to buy a Lamborghini after all after running tournaments. So Really? There's that. No, I, that, it took me a few years, but, yeah, I've kind of realized that now. Mm -mm. I, but, guess um, that, I guess that uh, dune buggy will have to work. That VW. It's, it'll probably go in the shop. That bug probably go in for assembly uh, the end of this month. They're going wow. to. Do the conversion to a disc all the way around it, and but yeah, so it was a good weekend. Um, it was a great weekend. Our next one coming up is so you know we have a regular season points race, and so the events that we help with that are charity events mixed into our schedule, they are regular events for everybody, um, point wise, payout wise, and everything else, and. Uh, so our next event is coming up on May 8th. It's reeling for lefty and it's a great cause. We'll have the, we have the links up now on our webs, our Facebook page and on our website to pre-register, but they're raising money. Uh, it's part of, you know, they're associated with children's mercy hospital reeling for lefty and all of our proceeds from our tournament go to them. Um, and then they have donations and things like that. And it's, uh, Nora and Dustin Johnson. And, um, We'll have all their information out there on our page. But, it, you know, if people can't fish, they can at least go look at and bring awareness to this, the the issue they're trying to bring awareness to. I don't want to say it because I'll screw up the name of it. <laughs> so um, it is on our page. They know it. And they're really good people. They've raised a lot of door prizes, giveaways, raffle items. They've they raised 2500 added dollars to this event. Um, it's at uh, El Dorado, Kansas, the El Dorado Reservoir there in Kansas Lake, and it's May 8th. Um, so anyone that comes out and fish, it's not your typical charity one where it's like a 60-40 or 50-50 payout. It's a normal tournament payout, and it is a points race. So all our anglers that are fishing our series that are in the points are going for the points race. You know, they, this is one for them. But what's really neat is they, they're a really good family. They they're doing this for their son and other people like their son, and uh, and they're raising they're going to raise awareness for it. And these anglers are behind it. You know they're they're all for it. They're all wanting to go down there and support it. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. So May's a busy month for us. We got some pretty big events coming up. I, I have to say, when it comes to people helping people or donating their time, donating their money, donating anything, um, I don't know of any group or organization that does more for others than the catfish industry or the fishing. Maybe I should say the fishing industry altogether because it's not just catfishing. There, there's uh, bass tournaments to do a lot of that. There's a, a lot of crappie tournaments to do a lot of it. Um, I'm not familiar with the guys in the uh, walleyes and stuff like that. Uh, so, but I you know, know it's insane. It's true. And, and I, you know, not to steamroll, but, um, I have a buddy of mine that runs uh, veteran events here in Kansas, and they do a lot of charity raising. They're you know, not for profit and everything else. But 
I think it's the outdoorsy person, the person who's an outdoorsman, regardless if it's just fishing or whatever, they're tied in with their community. And their community just isn't who's on their street. You know, they're tied in with them and they want to help them. Be, just like what the right. comment that was posted. You know, um, most people may not know that, but they see a, someone who's got the same interests as them in trouble. They, they're wanting to help. They want to be part of it. Right. You know, at the end of the day, they want to help out and feel good about it and uh, contribute to something positive. And that, that's what we see a lot of. It's really good. Cool. That's, that is. That's awesome. Um, I did get a message. Some people are trying to join our membership thing that's at the bottom of the page here and they're having problems with it. I haven't adjusted that or done anything to it. So as soon as the show's over, I'll take a look at that and you guys come back if you're interested in it and I, whatever it takes to get it fixed, I'll get it fixed. So you guys want to be members of we're, we're happy to have you, but give me, give me a chance to get done with the show. And after that, I'll see what it is. David Martin just said he put a 45 in the boat. Bless his heart. <laughs> guy, awesome guy to visit with. I had a great time visiting with him and, and the <clears throat> out there. But he likes to fish at night. And he likes to fish kind of by himself, but he can tolerate Jeff Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> as long as he feeds him. Yeah, I was going to say he has to feed him. He has to feed him, though. <laughs> you guys have a blast. <coughs> so I think Jeff can get along with Tim. He likes feeding people, too. So oh, man. Jeff and Tim get along really great. <laughs> <laughs> so we got, like, you know, we have the Reeling for Lefty coming up May 8th. And then our next one is another charity fundraising event. And it's a VFW Gold Star event at Perry Lake in Kansas. It's for raising money. For a uh, again, it's a regular tournament for everybody else. It's the same payout, points, race, everything, whole nine yards. But all our proceeds from our tournament series goes to the VFW post, and we have a headline sponsor, Boulevard Tires, that's added the first five hundred dollars to it. And that five hundred dollars goes to a scholarship. It's the VFW Gold Star Scholarship. And if people aren't familiar with that, someone who's got a Gold Star flag, it's that red flag with the white center and the gold star in it. That means they lost a service member, uh, lost a family member in while they're on duty in service. And so this is a scholarship program. The recipient of it doesn't have to necessarily be Gold Star. It's That's the name of it. They're just bringing awareness to that. Um, but they you know, apply for it. They get $500 scholarship applied to books or whatever. So we have our first $500 already, and the event hasn't started. But all our proceeds go to it, and they'll have, you know, they'll take donations too. But um, – so that's, you know, we go from Reeling for Lefty into the VFW Gold Star, uh, May 23rd. And then, um, and that's on a Sunday, which is very odd for us to have an event on Sunday. But our one of our sponsors, that's the only day off they have. Yeah. And then we go into our big Heartland Challenge. Um, we just capped that out at 80 boats. It's sold out now. Wow. That's in Kansas City, Kansas. We'll have a captain's meeting that Friday night before. And um, the good thing is, I think it's a good thing, and we're going to be in, you know, putting all the announcements out later this week. We were going to be restricted to having a 5.30 in the morning launch because we were going to have a VIP come down from the city and, and do the launching. But uh, we talked to them and said, you know, it's better if you have better imagery if you have that VIP come for weigh-in when there's big fish and things like that. And they, they agreed. They're like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll plan on that then. So that allows us to open up the park that morning about 3.30 in the morning and as people check in, they can just take off. Um, and that will give them all their 
travel time. There's no bottleneck on the boat ramps. You know, there will be because people will be in line waiting. Oh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but there's no idling around out in the river for an hour waiting for somebody to launch it. You know, so get in the water and go. You know, you yep. get to your fishing spot in 10 minutes, anchor up and take a nap for a couple hours to start fishing later. Yeah, I'm going to uh, talk to you after this show's over about some of the things that I'm looking for on my next tournament that you've already sound like you got a handle on some of those things. Okay. Yeah. So we uh, sure will. So, yeah, you know, May's a good busy month for us. And that, you know, 80 boats, I think that's the most Kansas City's had, at least that location. And, um, you know, we all know how cat fishermen are with their boats and trailers. Parking is not our strong suit. Nope. And uh, we're going to have assisting assistance in parking and that parking lot. It's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. But we already started talking with the other company behind us about their parking lot. Um, the city mentioned it before. I reached out to them today and talked to the manager out there. And we're going to be looking at their parking lot for some overflow. But, um, you know, uh, that event or all these events, it's about having a good time. It's about being positive. We're going to make you know, and slaps barbecue is going to cater for those eighty teams, so uh, that's a pretty wild, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, um, so we're you know it's it's May's a busy month, and we're going to have a blast with it. We're going to have a blast. I have a question in chat. Fishing with Sabrina would like to know all of your benefit tournaments. Are they from boats? Yes, they are. Now, we honestly need to take a hard look at what we can do for bank fishermen. Um, we've had the city ask us about that. Kansas city ask us about like a kid's derby or just, you know, bank fishing from certain city lakes and things. There seems to be a larger uh, presence or awareness or a request, I guess is the word I'm looking for a larger request now for people who bank fish yep. to um, have a tournament for themselves. And so we, we talked to some people last year and this year, you know, the logistics of it, because, you know, we all know all our events are catch and release. So how do you do that on a bank side when someone's got a fish and then weigh them? You know, it's just some logistics we got to take a look at. And it may not ever work for us, but it's worth us looking into. What I've done, Tim, uh, I welcome bank fishermen to this tournament, which is different because we didn't have a payout. You know, everything went to our charity. But I actually come in and built a big holding basket actually in the water itself. And we used a tagging system. So if they caught a fish, we tagged them, uh, put it into the to the holding area. And actually what I used was that rubber fencing and drove stakes up in the water, wrapped that rubber fencing and made up. I built it here at the house and it had a bottom in it. And also the fish couldn't swim out of it. And they just put it in there, tagged it. So if they needed to come call a fish, they had certain colors. They knew that they could call their fish from there, which we didn't have that many caught. But that it had, they had the potential to. Uh, you know, what we had, I think, six teams, Lyle? Five, six teams? Uh, yeah. Yeah, something like that. And it went over pretty good. Uh, now, it might have got a little different if they would have been a bunch more fish caught. You know, we probably had to have somebody down there to making sure that they wasn't calling somebody else's fish, you know, but. Uh, yeah, accidents happen, but <laughs> well, that, that's one thing you can look at or bringing big tanks in, mm -hmm. you know, one of the two. Uh, because you will have, there's, there's a ton of bank fishermen that's in here that would get more involved, want to get involved, and have a lot to contribute. Is, uh, well, I, I don't know if you want me in. 
you know, it's an evolution, you know, really. I mean, I was yep. a bank fisherman, you know. Yep, and me, me too. I still bank I, fish. I, what got me into boats was I humped, I went to this one lake, <laughs> packed up my rucksack, you know, prior military, packed up my rucksack, grabbed my gear, and I took off. I humped in there and uh, got to my spot. I'm like, man, I'm in a perfect spot. Threw my line out, and about two minutes later, like five boats showed up to that one freaking spot I was fishing. Like, God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lee. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. Yeah. So you didn't have a place to throw nothing out. There was oh, already I threw it sitting anyway, there. But I was like, yeah, you know, yeah. I was like, I just humped in here and these guys come cruising up in these good looking boats. That's it. I'm buying a boat. You know, that's yeah. it. And I, I mean, I still I got two boats, but I still like the nostalgic part of bank fishing. Well, it's, I do. You know, it's uh for us, you know, when we used to bank fish, it wasn't just a couple guys in the boat. Because when you have a boat, you start restricting your audience really quick, right? Right. And then when we were bank fishing, we'd have a little fire going. We have yeah. the wives, you know, people bring their kids out, our friends, and you know, we'd spread out along the beach out there, or whatever. And it was fun, you know. It wasn't so much uh, the fo- we'd catch fish, but yeah. it was just being out there outside with everybody, having a good time. Yeah. You didn't care if you caught them or not. You was hoping you did, but yeah, if you didn't, you did. You know, you just. Did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 exactly right. Uh, so, you know, and it's it's hard, and I understand that you got sometimes you might have a little bit of a clash there, but if they are a logistical way to incorporate both worlds, I think it's a win win situation. Well, in I know Kansas some City, areas you might not be able to, you know, yeah. simply because there's no places to make fish. Well, in Kansas City, and, and some of the guys in Chack know us, and actually a couple guys that have won some pretty big events, we met them. They were bank fishing, and we just asked them if they want to jump in the boat. Um, so, you know, that's a chance for them to get out there. But we're one of the things we do, my series does, and people fish our series. And and when I say people fish my series, that doesn't mean they're exclusive to us. They fish all the series around here. Right, you know, right. Um, but the guys we know, I guess the better way to say it, um, we are pretty active in the community with some community projects going on. There's some bridge developments in the revitalization of the riverbanks and things that they're doing. And they ask us all the time, how can we get more activity down there? And, and it's no joke. And well, I've seen the designs. We've talked to them about, Hey, if you put in boat ramps in here and here and make a walkway in between, this will give people a little chance to bank fish from this side, you know? And you can build it in. There's locations that build in. They have these little cement pillars out there with holes drilled into them. You can set your rod in there. So you're not seeing a bunch of guys, you know, jerry rig all the rods and stuff. Give them a place to put their rod in, that little little hole in the cement there. And uh, and they they were surprised. And we gave them some locations to go look at that and uh, for examples. And they are very much interested because even the fishing game said, if they do it correctly, it'll help with erosion control along that bank too. So and plus, if you give them a better place, a better place to bank fish, those people will appreciate that more and be more apt to take care of it and keep it cleaned up as, yeah. you know, to just a place that everybody sneaks into, then they leave trash. But if you well, fix yeah. up a nice place, they'd be more apt to take care of it, pick up behind themselves and pick up behind other people. And there's a soul safety aspect too. No one wants to walk down a slippery slope going towards no. the river, you know. Right. No. So you know, build it up to where they can feel safe and bring their family out with them. And it's just, it's good. So we don't forget the bank fishermen at all. 
Oh. Um, a lot of the guys benefit from us coming back when we're skunk because we're giving them our bait. You know, maybe it'll work for you because it didn't work for us. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how yeah, and all along we should have been fishing right there off of along with them at the bank. And you know, that's what I told everybody to come to my tournament. Look, guys, you're at a perfect landing. You could actually win this tournament right here at this landing because <laughs> you got muscle beds, you got the deep channel cutting in, you got debris, you got structure. Everything that you need right here. Yeah. Not and, even you know, everybody that goes in to load their boat that don't want to clean fish, dump them off right there. Yes. Yeah, it's a feeling. That happens I mean, at every boat ramp. Yeah. Every And it, right there is no different. These guys get these Asian carp and use them as bait. Well, they can pull back to the boat ramp. They're dumping everything overboard. That's right. It's a oh, feeding yeah. hole. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, we don't have that as an issue during a tournament. But, you know, <laughs> people anchoring right there at the boat ramp. But, <laughs> hey, you know, they're fed good. Yeah, that's, ch that's chumming, buddy. Chumming. Yeah, it is. And it's, <laughs> you know, it's it's not illegal because there's nothing you had anything to do with in my right, opinion. right, right. You know where the food is. You know where the food is. You know, it's like the guys I promise you. When I get up there, I'll know where that food's at. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> it'll be in the building with us. It's called. Yeah, that's where I'll be then. <laughs> and that's something I'm looking towards next year. I tried to get in. I called a couple of the vendors, like the big vendor trucks and stuff, to come in and maybe serve breakfast and stuff. Uh, nobody really wanted to challenge that because they said, well, how many people? I said, well, I know I've got, you know, almost 80 teams registered right now, and you figure at least two people per team, some of them more. They said, oh, no, no, we ain't prepared for that. You know, so I really got to expand out. I've got some buddies that was willing to bring cookers, but they also wanted to fish. So, you know, had, uh, what worked for us in Lexington, Missouri was the Moose Lodge. When the Moose Lodge, when they found out, they said, no problem, we'll do it. We've got the sausage, we got the biscuits, and they whipped it up and brought biscuits and gravy out, you know, for everybody. So, you know, I hear you. So sometimes those are those entities because they need to bring awareness and they need to grow their, you know, <laughs> right. They're yeah. yeah. I'm part of the lodge now, so. Rob says, when I come to town, all the buffets go up five hours in advance. You might be right about that, <laughs> Rob, I, I got to tell you. Folks, <laughs> if you like our shows and like what we're doing, if you, you enjoy what Tim is bringing to the table today, please hit the thumbs up. If you're not a subscriber, please consider subscribing to our channel. It means so much on where they place us on the pages when people Google uh, catfishing tournaments and stuff and and uh, information about fishing tournaments. And the more subscribers we have, the higher on the list of the page that we are. And while you're at it, please go check out Tim's page, All-American Catfish and Patriot James's page uh, and his uh, ghost floats. Uh, well, We're trying to help I, everybody get everything going that we can. Yep, and please check out Tim and look into his a lot of his Tim's charity tournaments and stuff. Absolutely. Because Tim, I'm sure that you would also take donations from people that do not come to the cannot come to the tournament. Yeah, do you, you know, not? five dollar, ten dollar, whatever they want to do, we will pass it on to them. We'll, you know, we can itemize it and recognize everybody. These are for great, great causes. We don't take a dime of it. We're just, you know, we're not getting rich off catfish anyway. So why not help somebody in the process? Exactly. Right? You know, so that's, that's extremely commendable that you would do all that work for nothing just to help out an organization that's trying to raise yeah. money for themselves. We have fun that's with everybody. James, yeah, that's what James did. James done it for uh basically put his together for a year. But uh, you know it it takes a lot of time mm -hmm. 
to do them tournaments of, of that magnitude. And, and we're glad that all you guys do that. Well, uh, Nora and Dustin Johnson, they, uh, they put a lot of time. This is the second annual one. Last year's inaugural. They're doing it again this year. That's awesome. Um, and they are on it. They've they've talked to a lot. And, you know, one thing about sponsors, they get beat up by everybody, right? They get That's just right. saturated. But they their approach and how they interact with sponsors, they got they raise a lot of good prizes for people. Um, a lot of the, the sponsors, and we're going to announce them, you know, we'll, we'll make a post for all those guys and get the word oh, yeah. out there who's supporting them. So, yeah, I mean, we would definitely take donations. Um, they can get a hold of me through the page. My, me personally, they can get a hold of uh, Nora and Dustin Johnson. I'll make a post um, later tonight for that. Um, but I've seen uh, Catfish Crappie out there talking about, you talked about, you had me a barbecue, now you mentioned biscuits and gravy. Yeah. So <laughs> at our night events, we, at weigh-in, we have biscuits and gravy for everybody and coffee. Oh, oh, oh. And so, you know. Um, so it's good. So this year at our night event in Kansas city, the guys will be getting barbecue when they sign in, they'll be able to grab and go to their barbecue. And when they come in that morning, they'll have their biscuits and gravy. So they're getting a double, <laughs> double <laughs> dose here. There ain't so, nobody uh, else in the world that does. Hey, Tim, that. now you done talking all this junk. They're going to be expecting that junk from me next year. <laughs> that's, that's the goal. That we, We're trying to put pressure on everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And we're working on it, you know. Yeah, you might get cool. one meal, so you know I'm working on one meal, guys. Well, you bring me a biscuit. <laughs> calories are the only safe investment these these days, right? I mean, you got to put your money in the calories. You'll see you're growing right there. It'll see. There you I, go. <laughs> I, for James, I'm going to recommend that he get Dieter Melhorn to do it. Dieter's independently wealthy. He could buy all the stuff and and cook it up right there and serve it. Well, I'm sure. I mean, I, I don't. I. Don't get to see all of his stuff, but I'm sure Dieter took a hit last year with all those shows and everything getting canceled and events. I think he's yeah. all right. Yeah, but he's, right. yeah, but he started daggum. He finally got his captain's license, so now he's yeah. on the water six days a week guiding. So Yeah, he's guiding, hey. so you know he's making a ton of money. Well, we have yeah. a guy that, again, out here, He today he got his, announced he got his captain license. Jordan Lear got his captain's license out there. and You see more guys doing that, and that's the right thing. It is. You know, it is. And I talked great. to a guy a few years ago that was guiding on Lake of the Ozarks and he wanted to be on our show. And I said, I'm sorry, I can't put you on the show because you don't, you're guiding illegally. And he said, I don't have to have a captain's license guide on Lake Ozark and Truman. I said, well, according to the Corps engineers and the mm -hmm. department of whatever it is down there, you do. And yeah. he checked into it and I, I was right. And he went and got his license and he had his buddy that guided get his license but there's a ton of people that guide on those lakes that are doing it illegally. Yeah, and they, you know, like, they get told that it's legal to do it, but if you check into it with the people in Kansas City and St. Louis, they will tell you that it's not legal. That it's yeah, still uh, classified as navigable waters. I believe Chris Jones has his in from yep. Catfish Pursuit, you know, guide yep. service, and Jordan Lear got his now. You know, so it, it's this isn't easy for these guys to go do. It takes time, takes nope. money, and it's not an easy, you know, task. No, it's, it's not, not something you just pencil whip and go through. The, and and the guys that are not doing it the, the correct way mm -hmm. are just cheating the guys that are doing it the correct way. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, it's great to see those guys do it. I was going to look into it myself. I'm just not out on that water enough yeah. anymore. But, um, yeah. but I think I commend those guys that go out and put that effort in. So Dieter and yeah. all those guys like that, that's yeah, great. I do too. I don't want to work that hard. 
Yeah. yeah they're, they're doing mean, awesome. If you've ever been on a boat, and I'm sure you have, with a guide, a guide works his tail off because his mm -hmm. reputation's on the line yep. every day that he takes people out. And if he don't produce, he, he may do a hundred trips and one guy say, oh man, I had a great trip with this such and such guide service. But if he does one that doesn't pan out, he'll tell everybody. So yeah. you've got to bust it. And they do. A good guide really works hard. Uh, they put the, they work for their reputation every day. That, that's exactly yep. right. So, yeah, it's, uh, and you know, if you have them bad days, but your clients actually see you busting your tail trying to get them on the They're fish. Right with that. They they fine with that. Yeah. You know, yeah, they want to catch fish, but they see you struggling to, and doing everything, and they already know that you can get on the fish. That's yeah. one thing. Yeah. yeah, you know, if you John Doe blow and they ain't seen you put fish in the boat and they don't know your 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 reputation at all, and then you have a bad day, they're gonna be thinking. And this dude might have a lot more bad days than he does good days. Yeah. You know, wait, and wait, wait. Jim Clark is in the chat. Just want everybody to know that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, one, you know, guides, they, like I said, they earn their reputation every day, right? So see them go out and get their captain's license. That's awesome. That's great. You know, and the, it's well, the things they do, they put people on fish. Sometimes that's the last big fish these people are going to probably get. And, they, and we have a saying in our series, you know, making positive memories. That's what we want to do all the time. They're making those memories for these people. That's a lifetime picture for some of these guys. We, um, like the youth angler, the, the sponsor that put in for the youth angler, you know, he doesn't fish tournaments. Or and all of a sudden, this last weekend, he wins $250 for the highest placing youth angler. Oh, I hear that you. That guy, that little kid, is, he's got a memory that he's going to be able to share with his dad and his family for the rest of his life. You know, remember yes. we fished that tournament and we got this? You know, it's it's all good stuff. It's all really good. I wanted to oh, address something that I've seen in, in here. Now I can't find it, but i seen Creole said Louisiana does not require you to do that. It doesn't matter what Louisiana says. The Coast Guard does not pay any attention to what them states say, and they're the ones that regulate that water. Well, so from being a gold miner, I know for it, fact. you got to have it. I know for a fact from gold mining that <laughs> – Navigable waters has a lot different meaning than what people think yes, it, it does. does. Yes, it does. Well, and but, I think also what people, and not to get in the middle of the debate on the different states, but right. sometimes states, whether it's boating laws or driving laws or other laws themselves, they don't necessarily have them on the books because it's governed already by a foreign or a, a federal law. Um, exactly. So it's, although there's a lot of redundancy in laws, in some cases, there's not because it's already that's right, you know, uh, governed at the higher level. Yeah, well, exactly anything right. that's federal it trumps whatever the state says. So that's just life. I mean, that's the way it is. Yeah, and you know, speaking of the Coast Guard, um, they keep us in the loop. They're getting ready to do some dye tracing on the rivers again in this area. So we're part of that distribution list where they announce when they're going to drop the dye in and what location. And then they have watchers of trace tracking that dye for the flow and the density and stuff like that through the river. So they'll be doing that here in Kansas here pretty soon. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Tim, do y'all have, I mean, next year, I, I planned on doing it this year, but I didn't, is that any fish over 40 pounds next year's tournament will be tagged. 
uh, and the information will be given to the person that caught that fish so they can keep up with it if somebody else catches it. Is that something that you've ever thought about doing maybe in your tournament? So last year, last few years, actually, um, well, no, last year we didn't have any events in Kansas City because of COVID. But the prior years before that, for right. like three years, there was a migration study taking place. So it, when we were in Kansas City having our events, um, they would come tag all the all the blue cats. Really? Um, yeah, they would do that. And then several of the guys re-caught those fish or someone else had, and they let them people know, hey, by the way, you know, this was tagged in that event. You know, this was your fish. So, um, cool. yeah, they have done that. They have done that. I mean, I don't know if we can get North Carolina to actually come out and do it, but I'd plan on having quite a few people like Deer and Matthew Anthony actually did tag both his big flatheads, having some people lined up that so it don't take any longer keeping that fish out of the water any longer. You got yeah. step way, step two, tag, step three, release. So they, boom, boom. Uh, so so they did ours, we had our way station. And then we did everything in our end, wrapped it all up, and set the fish down to be released. And right before they released, they set up their tagging station. Oh, I hear you. So they took it away from the audience and away from everybody and just did it there. Is that in I Kansas? That was in Kansas, correct. Okay. Yeah, now, who who done the tagging? The um, conservation. Okay. Uh, in Missouri, I have begged them to let me tag fish or be, at least just go with them when they did. Mm-hmm. No dice. No, they're, and, they're and the fine for tagging fish in Missouri, if you get caught putting tagging a fish in Missouri, is substantial. Mm -hmm. The Missouri hey, Department crazy. of Conservation is the only people that's going to tag fish in Missouri. And I can't get them to budge. I've tried. I've tried for years to get them to budge on that because there's enough people like myself that want to do that to help find out how many fish are, how far they're going, how many are raising, what's, what's happening to fish that would donate their time to do it and they won't let us do it. And yet they yeah. don't do enough of it to count. And I find yeah. that bad. We, they've, they've had tagged fish that were tagged below mm -hmm. St. Louis. Um, they've caught them up here in Kansas city, you know? So my, my favorite story is the one that was tagged between Chillicothe and Kansas city three years later was caught below Memphis. That's a lot. Oh, my, my question is how many times did it make that trip once. Yeah. Three or four, once a year, who knows? I just want to know what kind of trouble he got into. He had to go so far away. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's a great story. And then they, they tagged one one year at uh, in Memphis at the tournament down there and caught it later. And uh, I'm not, you know, they talked about it gaining 30-some pounds. I find that extremely hard to believe. I've never heard or nobody else ever heard of a fish growing that much in one year. Department of Conservation has great numbers and great logs on that. And they said there's no way that fish gained 30 pounds in one year. But that's what they say. Now, whether they got the wrong numbers on there or whether it actually did, I can't yeah. substantiate it. But tagging is one of the greatest tools we got for determining fish that travel in waters that go from state to state and up and north and south and east and west. Now, it really doesn't do any good to tag a fish in a lake where it can't get in or out. Because all you're doing is getting the growth rate from that lake. Right. But to find well, one you that goes get more than that, it's miles a, is a different situation. But my Lyle, I had to disagree because in a lake, you say, well, you just got a growth rate. But it also comes back down to help educating people themselves on that fish, uh, their migrations. 
Yeah, if they catch it true. here or if they catch it in the same spot year after year within a couple of weeks, like that one fish that Deidre called, Jeff called, yeah. and Richard called, it was all within a week of each other, within, you know, 100 foot of each of each time. So that fish is in there every year at that same time, whether he's migrating north, south, east, or west. The only way to know that is to tag these fish. That's and a plus, great a story to tell because of the fact that people say that, well, once you catch a fish, you never, you never catch him again. Them guys caught that fish three times in three weeks. So that just kind of blows that right out of the. And now that right fish is anorexic. Yeah. They're going <laughs> around and eat right after they've been hooked. I promise he's you. I've had them in a live well with live bait. They ain't ever been a bait that was in there. Had to go get yeah. a little bait one time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, anything that, that can be used as an educational tool will be – that that might be your next king of conservation that you're actually educating at that time. So right. give them every tool that we can yeah. to you make know, that in, happen. And government agencies, they're, they're operating on a shoestring budget anyway. So yeah, a lot of times, yeah. A lot of times, and there's a lot of things they would love to do. Those conservation guys would love to do all kinds of things. It's just what they are able to do a lot of times. This was a part of a three-year study, and it was part of Nebraska and Kansas and Missouri. And um, that person who did it, he uh, was on his graduate program working with the conservation department. He was a member of theirs, and they did the whole Kansas Lake or rivers and everything. But now he's down in Texas. <laughs> so oh man, that's but, too um, bad. They should have they should somebody here should have hired that guy. Yeah. So I mean it's he's they're great guys. And um so they're they're not giving up. We've been contacted by some down south by Wichita, like, hey, can, you know, next one of your events, can we come out here and do this with you guys? Even though they do have controlled shocking and stuff, their, their reservoirs and things for testing. Right. Um it's a great sampling when you have an event. You have all those anglers there. You're finding out what they were feeding on, where they were at, you know, and all that stuff. And uh, you know, so it's good. So it's it's not just my series. It's the series in Kansas and Missouri and, and Nebraska too, and, and probably Iowa. It's a series that are cooperating with the uh, conservation guys that allows them to feel comfortable come up and approach you. About, hey, can we do this at your event? You know. Um, so that's great. You know, we, we like that. We want that, that kind of relationship with them. We don't want them to say, well, you never want to touch the tournament guys. We, we don't want that. We want to work together with them. Well, yeah. and when laws need to be changed and things need to be worked on, they'll be more apt to be on your side than if they had to fight you. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's why I'm a firm believer. A lot of the, a lot of influence for local laws come from local series, local recreational anglers, Bank anglers, boat anglers, it's the local guys know what's needed in their areas. And um, and I think that's why they should be involved. Yep, I yep. agree. I agree. Yep. So what what other tournaments you got that you need to tell us about, Tim? So um, you know, the so we have like I said, we have really for lefty. The next three we have is really for lefty, the VFW Gold Star, and then the Heartland Challenge. And um, and we'll you know on all American catfish tournaments that'll be all posted this week at different times. But the one thing I want to really express out to everybody is um, last year we did the 2020 Tournament of Champions. So as long as you win money in a tournament that meets our criteria and it's you know fishing activity from a boat, 100% CPR, all the basic stuff. You had to have won money, not a gift card, you know, not door prizes or anything. 
You had to have won money. You and your team are qualified to come fish or invited to come fish the Tournament of Champions. So all last year, it was open to anyone who fished any series that met that criteria. We put their name on a list. They get to come back and fish. Um, so we did that, and it's 100% payout. It pays to the top three teams, and they have some really awesome trophies made and great payout to those three teams. But everyone they're competing against is people who have won money. So that competition is way up there. Competition. Yeah. Right? And, uh, <laughs> and so, but it's for them. It's an, an event strictly for the anglers. So all through this year, no matter what series you're fishing, and we'll, it's on our page, the criteria is on our page. As long as you've met that criteria, you started January 1st. If you fished an event and you won money in any tournament, um, send us a picture, tell us what event it was. And if you want your name on there, just email us. And say, hey, I won this money. Here's my picture. Here's the event dates, the details. We'll get you added, awesome. and um, and then you can come out. We'll we'll the, the what's going to determine the location of this event is who what location can add the most money to it. So if Kansas City adds money to it next year, it'll be in Kansas City. If Perry, Kansas, adds money to it, it'll be a Perry or or, or whoever, right? Because um, we want added money to the event on top of being a hundred percent payout. And it's again, it's for the anglers, and uh, and it, these trophies weren't skimpy little trophies. These are no, I seen the ones last year, they was really nice, they're nice. And uh, so guys, you know, it's it's for the anglers, you see it, you don't have to just fish our series, you could fish any of them, you know, Alabama, Tennessee, Kentucky, California, North Carolina. If you want money in those, you want to come out here and fish with us, it's 100% payout to the top three teams, and you're, you're feeling you're going to fish some competition. Yeah, yeah, it'd be stiff, and and the the fishing in the, um, the Kansas City area has improved in the last ten years, like nothing I ever seen before. And it's good. There's good fishing. I mean, you know, it's it's fishing, so you got your good days and off days. Sure, and talk that's, about any, off that's days. on any river. But uh, I mean, let's look out here. I mean, we had you know big fish with seventy pounds on a eight hour tournament, and um, when the weather dropped. You know, the temperature dropped and, you know, the, the water level dropped and everything. So, you know, that does for the fish bite and they still brought in some awesome fish. Yep. You know? Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot of fish here. And if one's not working, go out to the channels, you know, if there's the channels are biting, you fill up your five, go start calling, getting some blues, you know, it's, there's good waters around here, Kansas and Missouri in this area is a great, uh, fishing destination, you know, and, um, you know, like, we have another series out here, uh, Catfish Chasers, and they go up to Calamus in Nebraska, and everyone loves that. You know, everyone knows that location. So there's great fishing in this region. We, a lot of the anglers here, head south, head east to do a lot of their fishing. We want to make it to where they can have a place to come to also. You know, so that's the Heartland Challenge. $10,000 added money to the Heartland Challenge Memorial Day weekend. We capped that at 80 boats. It's sold out. Um, so $10,000 added to the, um, pot, you know, it's, a it's a big payday for somebody, you That's know, exactly right. You know, it's about $7,200 for first place. I think is what it is and pays down nine spots. So we have skunk bucket. We have a lot of prizes. It, it's a good time. Yeah. There's good fishing out here. There is. And that would be a good one. Um, even if you didn't want to get fish, a notepad, if you just wanted to show up, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, just, and that's the thing. There's a lot of series in this area and we help share those series information on our page. 
So if someone can't necessarily come to our event, there's probably one that's on our page on our website. If you go to allamericancatfish.com, there is a other series and events section there on one of the pages, and you can see a calendar what's going on. You know, mm -hmm. and um, and the other thing we do in our events is if you're flying the American flag on our boat, uh, you have to tell us a check-in so we can mark your paperwork down that you're flying the American flag. And it's got to be flown. It can't be a sticker, you know. Yeah. Right. Um, it's got to be flown, and so we can see it. And then at the end of the weigh-in, or we pull one paint stick with their, out of that group of people who are flying the American flag, and they get a free entry to the next event. Right. That's so a, that's my tournament day was required to fly American flag, yeah. or they had to go to Walmart. <laughs> there you go. I, I, you know, I. That's a great thing. I, I think yep. that 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 is. Um, we keep on a trip. Cindy does. I mean, it's just the way it is. I, I'm I'm funny about that, and I know James is, and uh, I know you are. Uh, from I've got, the I got two in my truck and one in the trailer, and I keep telling everyone, if you don't have a, a flag for your boat, I will lease you mine for four ninety nine ninety nine, and uh, <laughs> don't pick me up on it yet. So. Yeah, I had a guy pick me up a whole pile of them, even though it is the ones with the little dowel rods. At least they would have had a flag on their boat. I said, now you got to tie it at the top and the bottom because the wind will break them little dowel rods. But, you know, That's at least right. you'll be flying the red, white, and blue just in case they showed up without one, well, you know. There's uh, a cool little video. You've seen bottle bobbers on here, Britt Moore and Matt Moore. were in their boat, and they're heading up the Kansas River, and they got that big old freaking flag yeah. flying off the back of their boat that morning, you know, still nautical twilight there. And the flag's flying, and they're flying, and a little rooster tail. I mean – that's what it's about right there. That's yeah. right. Yeah, a book I said that uh, if you didn't show up, I'd sell them one for $100. <laughs> They're talking about me. <laughs> Tim, tell uh, everybody how they can, can get in touch yes. with All-American Catfishing and find out about your tournaments. If they have any questions, how they can get yeah. a hold of you and get them answered. So it's allamericancatfish.com um, is our webpage, and you'll see events there and, and how to register. And you see the VFW Gold Star event. It's a separate page on our site, and you can register those. All-American Catfish Tournaments on Facebook. Um, you can join the group. Everyone's very helpful there. We have zero tolerance for negativity. So we'll just delete it and remove the person. So it's a really safe place to come ask your questions and get along, share your experiences. We let anglers sell things to each other on there, but um, companies, you just need to be a sponsor before you can sell your products on there. All right. Fair but enough. if you've got events, you want to share it to the anglers, share it on the page. There you go. Um, but all American catfish tournaments on Facebook, or you could just message me directly. If you got questions, I'll make a post tonight with uh, the contact information for Dustin and Nora Johnson and, um, and uh, about reeling for lefty. And it, it's already on there right now, but I'll make another one. If anyone wants to send donations, five, $10, $20 donations to the cause for them. Feel free to share that on the it, every dime adds up. Yeah, uh, feel free to share that with Catfish Weekly's page if you want. To. Okay, Any, anything like that that we want to, to help them people out as much as we can. Exactly right. That's that's where it comes down is each one of us <laughs> sharing this stuff out and getting the getting the word out so other people because a lot of people want to help they just don't know where or how to go about how, it. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's definitely good. right. Um, yeah. And that's it. That, that's really it. You know, we're all approachable. Uh, you can go to the page and say, Hey, I seen him on the show. I don't, you know, I had a question. Who do I need to talk to? Somebody will point you in the right direction. 
Absolutely. So, that's good. But now y'all have other tournaments besides your charity tournaments also, don't you? Right. So the first, the next two just happened to be coincidentally just the charity fundraising ones. But the Harlan Challenge, that's our, you know, again, that's a regular tournament for us. And then we have events all through the year. They're all listed on our page, all of them. And so are some other people's events listed on our calendar and our page too. It's going to be exciting up there at the Heartland Challenge. That's going to be a great. It's going to be a good time. And uh, we're working it with Cabela's to have the captain's meeting there. And we're going to have a silent uh, Calcutta auction. And, you know, we'll, we'll get all the words out on that one. It's going to be a good time. But our next couple, we really want to help these guys raise some money. It's for a great cause. It really is. So there's, there's nothing, no reason why we couldn't help them. Absolutely. For those of you you go ahead, James. I said he's done got me all kind of questions that I've got a already my brain was already running a hundred mile an hour when we started this show about you know things that y'all do because you've done worked out a lot of the bugs that I'm just now getting into. So um and people don't realize it ain't just your time you donated, you know. Cause Miss Small Fortune to run this one next year. I need to let the sponsors carry most of that load instead of myself, and uh, which I didn't care. I, you know, that's something I wanted to do is for a good cause, and I was going to give it to them whether it was, you know, for the tournament or not. It was still that, but it'll take a lot of load off of me. Just like y'all figured out that you know the sponsors can take a lot of load off of you, and uh, that's why you know we'll talk later about some of this. Heck yeah. Absolutely. I want to let everybody know as soon as we're done here, jump on over to Catfish and Crappie. Spencer Bauer is going to be his guest tonight. That'll be a great show. Spencer is a super guest, my old buddy, the Cubs fan, so uh, you don't want to miss that when we're done. All right, James, what else? Nine o'clock already? Yeah, man. He goes fast when you're having fun. Tim's a great guest. He got always got a wealth of information. Yeah. We talk food, and time flies. It does, and we talk food every time we're together, seems like. <laughs> if you're not eating, I am, so. <laughs> Tim, there was always, well, I enjoyed it last time. Again. We yeah, do. I, I enjoyed it last time you was on here, and, of course, I enjoyed this time. You, uh, you're doing a lot of great things, and uh, flying the red, white, and blue, that's, uh, that's you know, that's touching my heart, and, uh I appreciate what you've done. I appreciate you doing what you've done for our country, first and foremost. Absolutely. But uh, keep up the great work, my friend. Keep up I appreciate the great it. Work. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. You know, you always see this on me. but yeah. There you go. <laughs> we want to make sure that you tune in uh, Wednesday night to see Patriot James, Catfishers of America. Great show. Um I don't know. You got a guest this week, James, or are you just still going over stuff? Uh, right now, I've got one in the and kind of he's waiting to see if he gets called into work. If he don't, then we're going to have a guest, but I don't want to throw a name up and he get called into yeah, work. So I he's on it. one of those. He's on one of those like I was. He's liable to get a phone call at any time, day or night. So, yep, I uh, understand. But if yeah, it wasn't supposed show, to be like, his. I can give you it wasn't supposed to be his yeah. week, but, you know, somebody got sick, so now it's his week. Right, so we'll I see. understand. Thursday night, we got Fishing with the Chad and Mr. James Dockery, and then after that, Panfish Nation. Um, who's on Friday night? Wasn't that two stands? Take no, Friday night or Sunday. no? No, um, Stan and Creole, Stan and Creole, isn't it? And then I think so. Saturday yeah. night, Avid and Palmetto. No, they're Sunday night. Yeah. I can't keep them all straight. Oh, I can't either. 
But tonight, it's Catfish Weekly. And afterwards, it's Catfish and Crappie. And don't forget, Spencer Bauer, great guest. Thanks, everybody, yep. for watching Catfish Weekly tonight. We'll be back next Monday. For James Smith and Tim Berger, I'm Wild Stokes. Thanks for watching.